at you live from uh, here, there, everywhere. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. And we can't hear the MMS, but you guys can hear the MMS. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. And I think we're working right. <laughs> Maybe. What if the uh, MMS just keep going and we don't know because we can't hear them? Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's it, guys. My name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on the very laggy Blue Heaven podcast sometimes on Monday nights, sometimes on Tuesday nights. You never know what's going to happen. But let's do this again. On today's show, we're talking the latest and the greatest in the hot stove because winter meetings are coming up uh, this month. It's December. Happy December, everybody. Man, that's... Time is a son of a bitch, you know? Yeah. Remember that uh, time when uh, we were able to go do things and be places? And then, no, I wasn't there for that. I missed that and one. And then the next 10 months happened? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still processing March, and uh, here comes March. So given that we, we had an extra day here to kind of do show and plan show and be angry and whatever else that we decided to do along the way, we are introducing a new, probably, hopefully, regular segment to this show. Um where we do our predictions. Basically, I'm ripping off intentional talk. Thank you, Chris Rose, friend of Dodgers Nation. Uh, we're going to do some December predictions, kind of have some fun, uh, or not. Yeah, or not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like I don't like having fun. I've never I've never been known to 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 have fun in life. So you know, we'll also be doing our great elite sports collectibles giveaway, which we should have announced on yesterday's show, but we couldn't get more than two minutes in without uh, dropping the ball. Was that? We blame it on the internet, technology, COVID, whatever you want to blame. That's what we're blaming. But we'll announce that a very neat autographed Sandy Koufax picture. Um, so you got to stick around to find out if you won that. Because if you did, then you have something cool. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't prepared for that part. And I, I pushed the clap button. Uh, we oh. we are going to be getting, I think, some feedback from Brooks Mike. I I don't know how to fix that. That's just going to be kind of a struggle uh, with the the today. You know, we'll see we'll see how long we end up going this way. But it is what it is. So everybody listening, watching, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I apologize. I am doing the best I can, and I only opened my first beer just a little bit ago. Um, <laughs> I just talk, talk today. That's that's what I'm going to do. We're proud of you, yeah. Um, proud of you for not talking. We're also going to do something we wanted to do yesterday. Uh, our best slash kind of favorite Dodger uh, ever. Dodgers by position, sort of, I guess we'll say. In our lifetime, uh, as Brooke pointed out yesterday in the aborted show. Uh, he is much younger than I and than most of you. Or some of you. So, YOLO. Um, at this time, we'll get into the grab bag. We had a couple of, uh, a couple of different thingies uh what are they called tweets from people on the internet we also had you know you guys in the comments so we appreciate you guys hanging out here as always so before we do get into the show whether you're watching whether you're listening wherever you are watching we appreciate if you'd subscribe if there's a notification bell hit that uh wait hold on the the bell's in the wrong spot so i gotta look down for things or i can push that bell boom yolo why not um yeah you know subscribe to our youtube Subscribe to the the podcast on iTunes and all those kind of spots. Uh, it would make Brooke the most happy. I need I need some happiness. That that you do, my friend. Uh, and don't forget, as Brooke would usually say, this is a live stream. So let us know where you're representing. Let us know where you guys are watching uh, tonight, and let's get into some of those comments. Let me know what you see on the screen, Mister Brooke Me Three. Uh, <laughs> well, everybody wants to talk hot stove stuff, so that's going to be in there a little bit. But uh, Naj Drew Sanchez over on Facebook says trade Pollock for Chris Bryant and resign JT. That seems like an odd trade, but uh, you know, I don't know anything, so what do I know? Megan over on Periscope says appreciate you guys, Megan. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here, Zed. Good friend Zed over on YouTube says my fourth top podcast of. I'll take fourth. I I I'll take anything at this point, honestly. We didn't even podium. Wow, Zed word. No. We're like, We're like the, the off podium podium. The <laughs> yeah. losers bracket podium. Yeah, yeah. We're of of the non bronzers. We are number one. So we we appreciate uh, all of that. I also saw. I think our our boy Roach had another one. He listened to us for like four straight days or something like that. So that guy's insane. We appreciate him because uh, that's just what we do. Also, shout out to uh, one of our friends, El Cariza, Chris. He he apparently has been stricken with the Rona. He's doing well. 
Um, just wanted to give some blue heaven love. He's always been great with us and, and to all, all of the podcast people. So, um, much love to Chris on the internet. If you find him, uh, you know, just, he's a human. We're all humans. We're not dancers. So go be nice to, to Mr. El Cariza on the internet, or I forgot what he is now. It's like Dodger hype man or something. I don't know what his at is anymore. Everybody, if you have an at, you have to just keep it. That's it. That's what we know you as. Same with the profile picture. Really hurts me when you guys change that. <laughs> I don't know who you are anymore. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Uh, so we are, like Brooke said, uh, we are going to get into some of like the hot, or like people are asking, we are going to get into some of the hot stuff, hot stove stuff, warm stove. I mean, there were kind of some moves starting to happen today. Uh, nothing really related to what the Dodgers would be dealing with or expecting to deal with. Um, David asked why I'm not drinking uh, Corona because they have the Estrella signs at Dodger Stadium and it just makes me feel like I'm a little bit at home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Again, it's really weird. My button is lower. I'll get it figured out. I'm trying to get my new bigger tabletop. Uh, we'll figure it out one of these days. But latest on the lukewarm stove. Um, I'm sure everybody saw. If not, you're missing out. Check out DodgersNation.com or .com. <laughs> the latest with the Nolan Arenado rumors. Those are pretty much getting squashed, as you would expect to happen. Um what what was uh, your takeaway seeing that uh, you know, seeing the stuff that old Mister friend of the show Buster only dropped on the Espen dot com the other day? Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that goes along with a Nolan Arenado acquisition, and uh, like even if you're not the Dodgers, there's a lot of stuff that comes along with it. There's there's just there's just too much in the way. There's too many things working against you, that, like let alone with an interdivisional trade, which are tough enough to pull off as it is, but you just don't see a lot of superstars traded in, in their division. That's number one. Number two is there's just a lot of talent in the way. There are a lot of people that need to be paid over the next couple of years, and acquiring Nolan kind of makes that impossible, does it not? Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw a comment already. It's like, I, I would just skip the, the pleasantries here and, and worry about Seager. Seegs has got to be, um, he's really got to be the guy that, that this team is looking at. Uh, I think he, he proved this year the healthiest he's been since his, his rookie and second season that, um, you know, he's got to be the guy that's plainly got to be the guy that, uh, that is that the team really can build around or, or build up with along with Bueller, along with Bellinger. I mean, Bellinger is kind of, kind of the lowest on my list, even though he's a slugger, elite defender in the outfield. Um, <clears throat> that's just, that's my take on it. I would, uh, we've said it the last few weeks here now, uh, and I, I will remain steadfast on it. I, I take Siegs over, over Arenado if it's, you know, straight up and down there. And then now you're mixing in, you know, the JT. So it's a, uh, I keep saying it. It's a tough, tough spot. It's an interesting situation for the off season. Uh, writers, including us, we all need headlines. We all need things to write about and to say, and this is, <laughs> this is just being a victim of it. We had, uh, who was the first guy who said it? Uh, Jim Bowden, who is far from exactly an MLB insider. I wouldn't call him that. He is a former GM, that, uh, you know, I mean, if you had Ned Coletti going out there being like, oh, yeah, the Dodgers are going doing that and doing that. Like, who told you this? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, happens. I get right about stuff and I get that things, <laughs> things dry up. Things definitely dry up during the offseason, especially that little time period between like October and then the winter meetings. There's just not a lot happening. There's not a lot going on. Yeah. People aren't really making moves or anything like that. So someone's got to talk about something. Um I don't think that the Arenado <laughs> rumor ever really had any real traction behind it. I think it was more just driven by a narrative and by people who wanted to spice things up a little bit more than anything. Um, I think they are right in the sense of 
Nolan should be traded. Mm-hmm. I will agree with that. He should be traded. The best thing the Rockies can do right now is move him. I think it would be very, very bad decision for them to not. Um, on par with the Angels' decision to hold on to Mike Trout long term. I think that was also a mistake. Yeah. But the Angels are notorious for mistakes, so I get it. Um, yeah, I, I just think that you got to take care of your own talent first. I think already as it is, as the Dodgers, you're facing a situation where you get to hold on to two of three guys between Seager, Bueller, and Bellinger. I think there's just not enough money to go around long term for those three guys. So I, you're going to see one of those guys walk. And if you're telling me to bet on it, I'm going to say that the Dodgers let Cody Bellinger walk in his free agency. Yeah, and you look even beyond that. I mean, you got like Julio, he's going to need to get the bag in some way. And you don't even know if he's going to want to stay because he wants to be a starter. And uh, the Dodgers don't really know if they want him to be a starter. He's he's so right. He's been so valuable uh, coming out of the bullpen the last couple of years win healthy and, and and there's no way in hell the Dodgers win this World Series that just happened if it wasn't for Julio or I mean it might have been a lot harder um, so uh, that's another tough spot for LA it's like Julio's not going to get the value that he deserves if he's in the bullpen but he's phenomenal in the bullpen um, Cody is is great but he's he's I don't know if he's too intermittent. He's kind of hit and miss. He's back, getting a little bit back to that wishy-washy, you know, <laughs> that uh, uh, old uh, this guy right here. Where's my name? It says it right here. It says a uh, real FRG right there. That guy said for many seasons uh, or many seasons ago that he's too wishy-washy to be like uh, that that long-term guy. I think is, I don't know. He he changes the swing most of the season. He was going through swing changes last night. It's like. Go with Seager, throw some money at, at, at your pitching. Sure, the Dodgers have some really good pitching, but now you're seeing they're a little bit weaker in the bullpen. And if you're going to throw in $35 million at Nolan Arenado, when you can just go get JT again, or you could find a way to mix in DJ LeMahieu, who is older and might take a shorter, higher-value contract or something like that. But you know, don't risk near you know, close to $200 million on, on a guy that doesn't play that great outside of Coors Field in Denver. Yeah, and you mentioned Justin Turner, and I mean, as far as I knew, that was a priority coming into the offseason, and now it's almost, you know, if you would have asked me the last day of the World Series, I'd have been like, yeah, JT's coming back to LA, that's going to be a guy, that's like a foregone conclusion, no competition for it whatsoever. Now you're looking at it, and it kind of seems like there might be some competition out there for him, even though he is an aging veteran third baseman whose glove is in steep decline. Yeah, we saw the rumors, Ken Rosenthal over the weekend, uh, putting out there that the the Blue Jays, Toronto, who's in, or Buffalo, whatever you want to call them these days, uh, Blue Jays who are in on just about everybody, um, they've, they've kind of kicked the tires on JT, at least threw some feelers out there, and we had a little bit of fun with it, of course. Uh, friend of the show, Mr. Uh, Ross Stripling. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to call this collusion from Ross here? Uh, he, 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 sent, he sent his friend, Justin Turner, uh, a bir- happy birthday text on his birthday, and now all of a sudden the Jays are linked to Justin Turner scandal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think I had put it in his uh, in his comments when I said the NBA has uh, fined him for collusion. I thought that was really funny personally, but um, you know, I hate to think about it logically, and I hate to think about it from not with your heart. But unfortunately, that's the way I think of with baseball teams. I don't get too attached to players anymore since Russell Martin and uh, Matt Kemp left. Um, I made that mistake once, and I will not be hurt again. Um, from from JT's standpoint, from his career, from every if if you're just thinking about him as a person, it makes sense that he would go play for an American League team in the first place. His career is going to last a little bit longer than it probably should with an American League team. He's going to get the guaranteed opportunity to DH for teams when he needs to, because we still don't know for the National League if there is going to be a DH. And love you, Rob Manfred. Yeah, thank you, man. We appreciate you giving us a bunch of certainty for next year. We love that. Um, it, it, it makes sense for his career to go to Toronto. Uh, Toronto is a good landing spot for him. I think that, you know they're in need of a third baseman. They're in need of a corner infielder. Sometimes they're in need of a guy who can be a veteran for a very what is a very very young team. You know you look at the Blue Jays. They're a young squad who could potentially be very good within the next couple of years. Yeah, they made a run at the playoffs. They uh, you know unfortunately got knocked out. But uh, they're packed full of talent. They're it's it's there. 
to have that veteran leadership in the clubhouse, I don't think Ross Stripling's going to be that guy for you. Um, he's, he's not the guy that's going to stand up and kick you in the butt when you need him to. Um, Ryu's not going to do that either. Uh, but they do have the talent. They can go very far if they start to build correctly. And I think JT would be a very good addition to that squad. Um, thinking with my heart, obviously I want JT back in L.A. And I would always love to see that. He does so much for the city. He does so much for the team. Who wouldn't want him back? Yeah, he's he's um, I mean he's really built himself over you know six short seasons. Well, one of them actually short. Uh, he's built himself into you know one of the greatest Dodgers of all time, and and you could look at at his legend, at his lore, and you could really compare him up there with you know the power wasn't the same, but you can get him up there in the same breath as the Penguin or Davy Lopes or those. You know, a Garvey. Maybe Garvey's a little bit of a reach, but is he a reach? You know, the the longevity wasn't there as much. Garve was around in L.A. for a little bit longer, but still, like when all is said and done, you're you're going to be looking at that um at that sort of uh what what do they call that uh, Mount Ra- Mount Rushmore of Dodgers and and you know JT's really got to be in that argument. Um, and you know, I like, I like a few of the comments right here. Uh, I saw Megan saying that, uh, we better stop building or she's going to stop building the Andrew Friedman, uh, statue if he doesn't go inside and resign JT, which I think is pretty damn funny. We'll give a few points for that one right there. Yeah. Uh, that, I, mean, I mean, there's definitely something to that. Like it, you talk about the, uh, I saw the comparison and it made sense in my mind where people were like, I would rather. This is from people who are not thinking with their heart, obviously, so they didn't mean any offense. But from a logical standpoint, you don't want a Chase Utley situation where there's a guy filling up a spot and he's doing it for a reason because he is a leader. He is a guy that can be a veteran presence in the clubhouse, but he's not doing anything for the team. uh, And he's already passed his career. His career probably should have been over in his last season in L.A. and his last maybe even two seasons, honestly. Um, I would rather... I would rather JT get value from another team and extend his career than us try to squeeze the last bit of talent out of him, the last bit of juice that he has left in him in L.A. And I don't know how much juice he does have left. Again, he's not old. You know, he's not old, old, but he's old. So it, it, it's tough. And it's a tough situation. Um, JT, uh, Kevin over on Facebook says that JT's a homegrown guy. We need to keep him around. I totally get that. I understand the sentiment. Again, I love him. But at the same time, like you said, we have a lot of talent coming up through the system that's going to mm-hmm. need to play in the next couple of years, in the next <laughs> even year or so. So mm-hmm. it's a tough spot. I don't envy the Dodgers being in this situation. I don't even know what the right number is to bring JT back on, honestly. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit about that last uh, or last week, two weeks ago or something like that, and I was thinking about it after the fact. I, I think I went a little high. He's not... He's not a uh, no. I was th- Seager. I went too high on. I said twenty seven. He's probably more of a twenty four mil guy or twenty four mil a year guy. Um, JT. I mean, I don't know how much the players are doing like the escalators again uh, or right. in on that. But if you give him like a base of eight and let him, you know, get some uh, different, uh, you know, I don't know. However many games he plays, homers, etc., like that. You know, if he's in on something like that, but then that feels like that. It almost feels disrespectful to to somebody that's meant so much to to your organization. Sure, he came along a little bit later. He came up elsewhere. Right. Now he's older, uh, but it's not like he's a bad player. All all uh, in all likelihood, that DH is coming back. I think. Um, I think everybody kind of ended up liking it. I, I liked it a lot more than I did. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to go back to old baseball, but um, if if the DH does remain in the NL, if it, we do continue this this uh, this universal DH, then there's absolutely no reason to to not uh, resign JT, and mm. you know you you get another season to see what you can get out of Eddie Rios if he's if he can be the real deal, I don't think he is going to be the real deal with that. He's not a not one of them blue chipper type guys. He's not going to come up and just just take the world by storm. But if he can be the type of guy that can place him infield, uh, can do the 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 Jock Peterson role for the infield, and and you know you get a little bit more of a you know uh, a spell. You can spell JT using Rios, 
maybe a little bit of Beatty because Beatty was supposed to be a guy who played some third base. We got uh, an article I think just dropped on, on Dodgers Nation about that. We got uh, Brian Robitaille, one of our uh, longtime contributors, talking about that, uh, that little bit of that. You know, that infield dynamic and why you could let Peterson go because you have these guys. You need to see what they're getting out of. So now I'm starting to get all over the place with that. Back to the focus of <laughs> Arenado, JT. We could look at it with, with some fine numbers here, the best numbers. A lot of people tell me they're great numbers. We asked yeah. Dodgers Nation, we asked on Twitter, uh, uh, playing a game, you can only pick one of these guys if you're going to go with Arenado or Turner. Um, I was honestly kind of surprised people did go Arenado. The vote was 51.6%. That went uh, Nolan, 48.4 against. Uh, that went for JT. Um, I, I, I know you saw that one. What were your, uh, What are your thoughts on that? And, uh, you know, that's it. That's my setup. It was a bad yeah. setup. Yeah. For me. I mean, <laughs> people like shiny and new. I mean, that's that's the thing that people are into. So I get the appeal. I get the uh, – desire to have a young guy over there i talked about defense and how much that changes up the dodgers game by having his glove over there and it absolutely does i think that from a if you take a step back and look at it i think that long term nolan makes the team better um but again there's major major obstacles that stand in the way uh, it, it, it just all depends on how the dodgers think about it. it it just depends on how they view their future who they want to extend who they want to go with and I think if they were to make that move for an Arenado, I think that would speak a lot to their future plans. Um, you know, in terms of specifics, I don't know. It doesn't mean that Seager doesn't get an extension. It doesn't mean that Seager doesn't get a big contract or anything like that. It does, however, mean that a couple of the youngsters don't get those get that money, don't get that bag. So um, it, it's all a matter of who you want to keep around. And obviously, we are not the Dodgers. We don't know what they think. And uh, if if I were to try to guess what they're thinking, I would tell you that I have no idea because historically speaking, anytime I think it's one way, it's always the other way. So couldn't even begin to tell you the direction the Dodgers are heading. I would say the uh, the biggest surprise for me on this vote was, you know, as much as we've seen the fans that are like we need we need JT back he needs to come back he's our guy he's he's he means everything to this organization like it, it was pretty close to you know a split there but still Nolan got a, a, a sizable enough lead over JT in this vote and there's 40 over 4500 votes uh participants in this poll so uh that's it I don't know I don't know where I was going with that Dig into a few of the comments. Uh, it's harder. There's a lot of things flashing in the screen right now, guys. But a few of the comments, uh, uh, we have our, our standard trolls. I've seen a few of our boy Roach saying that he wants to bring uh, – which one? He said Casey Blake back. Legend. Casey Blake. I saw a uh, J.K. Tapso on Periscope said resign James Loney. Yep. Uh, I think he's got a cushy front office job now. I don't think he's uh, hitting the diamond anytime soon. We got to call him, get him on already. We we have that like standing invite with him. So we do have that. I got to circle back on that because uh, James Loney, you know, didn't put up ridiculous numbers in L.A., but a lot of people like James Loney, my, myself included. I was a big James Loney fan. The fastest man in the history of the universe, James Loney. Uh, he was a great Dodger. This is, he didn't do what they what they wanted him to do. But if they just left him alone, he could have been a fine Dodger. But hey, eventually became uh, he became another friend of the show in, in Adrian Gonzalez in that fine trade. I see uh, I see red shorts. I believe it's red shorts over here on on uh, YouTube saying resign Michael Young, um, sir. You are on timeout. Uh, we don't speak that name around here. Thank you. Roach, Roach says he can get Scott Van Slyke on the show now. I don't know if you saw their best friends on Twitter. So uh, I don't know what SBS is doing lately. I, I imagine he's playing in the Japanese league or KBO or something like that. Yeah, last year he was playing in the um, uh, the alumni game at like he's like only like thirty three years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like taking Sandy Koufax deep. <laughs> uh, we also had Angel saying, sign red shorts to third base. Ooh, I don't know about that E5. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a hard time. I'm going to give you a hard time. Uh, moving on from that, we'll, um, we'll, we'll know more over the next couple of weeks. When does that, uh, that winter, that fake winter meetings, that winter zoom meetings happening? I believe it's uh, two weeks from now. That's going to be fun. I lied. Uh, yeah, it's all I mean, I don't know how they're planning on doing it, because a lot of times what happens at these winter meetings is a lot of top level executives get get together with other top level executives and talk in own private rooms, et cetera, et cetera. But also what happens is people looking for jobs show up there and they're like, hey, 
I can pitch. And they're like, I remember you. You suck. Or, hey, you know what? You're old, but maybe you got some talent. Let's talk. Things like that. I remember there was one year where Bartolo Colon was at the winter meetings walking around talking to GMs and stuff like that. I don't know how that happens this year with, you know, is there like a Zoom meeting where you can meet with Bartolo? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be as productive as years past. I don't think that GMs are even really going to be into it very much. So... Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I think the the free agents that are trying to do that, they're probably just going to set up like an OnlyFans or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like you, you know, you you have your OnlyFans uh, for uh, showcasing your baseballness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'd be like, guys, look, I can I can throw. I can throw. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris Canetta says speed dating, but on Zoom. But it's it's speed trying to get a job. They should make like a Tinder for free agents. Gary, Gary, make that app. No, don't tell him. Uh, He's gonna do it. Wait, what time does Alex wake up? What time? What time is it right now in the UK? Uh, yeah, King Yellowman pointing out that we have uh, that that Brook Echo. Uh, it's not the headphones because he's I can barely hear him. I have him pretty low. It's it's something with the hardware, the settings. It's it's picking up the computer. Um, and and basically, there's like two borderline two inputs of Brooke happening and I don't know how to fix I it unfortunately speak with an echo yes 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 you do no he doesn't mm-hmm. moving along I'm, I'm seeing a few uh, a few comments about Trevor Bauer I don't know if I'm ready to get into that yet um, just because we know nothing's going to happen so maybe next week is our big time free agency or, or maybe we'll get into that in a minute uh I don't know. I mean, I guess it kind of goes with the December prediction. So let's let's move let's move into this predictions idea. Mm, okay. There there's right. a, through uh, or by MLB trade rumors, they have their top fifty free agents right now. Uh, I decided to stick to the top five. So it's pretty much right now. It's December first as we're recording this. Let's look. Uh, we'll look back at this. Uh, at the beginning of the new year and see how we did. We're going to think uh, uh, when and where these uh, free agents will sign and see how close we are. Sound sound like fun, guys? Huh? Yeah, everybody? Everybody in? I'm going to wait for all the comments. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're, they're all aboard. They told me already. Hell yeah. All right, I'm going to let you go first. Trevor Bauer, when does he sign and where is he going? I don't care about the the numbers or the, the amount of years. I just want to know, is it a December? Is it a, a winter meetings? Is it February? And where is he going? Yeah, I, I think he ends up signing uh, a January deal. Uh, where? Oh God, man. At this point, it could be anybody. It could be nobody. I think he's back with the Reds, and that's that's a really weird thing for me to say. Um, and that's a really weird thing for me to think. But I think he somehow ends up back with the Reds. And uh, based off of no other opinion or fact other than just uh, it just sounded right to me in the moment. That's what it is. We're just uh, doing wild dart throws here. Just, you know, throw blindly. Do a couple of these. Uh, for Bauer, uh, I, I actually, I'm going to go with what A.B. said. A.B. said it in the comments, I think, on Periscope. Um, probably going to the Padres. It could it could make sense. They need to make up for Clev, and him and Clev are buddies, big-time mm-hmm. buddies. Uh, it, it, it could be one of those matches made in hell. Uh, he is a Southern California guy. Uh, gives him an opportunity to come home. I, I can't see him going somewhere that doesn't really let him be him. So, as much as, as great as he would be as a pitcher in LA, all the baggage will just be too much for for I think for Friedman to want to overlook or or whatever. Because well, we've seen the Dodgers. How many times have have the fan or have uh, the players had to pull a tweet or or you know, whatever. I mean, when Ross was untraded from the Angels, you know, he's like, yeah. And then they're like, hey, you got to get rid of that. So <laughs> Bauer is not going to go for that. So that's just immediate, constant clash with the front office. It's not a good match uh, in any way, shape or form. Raymond, uh, boy, uh, Raymundo talking about the Angels. <sighs> that would be great for Anaheim. Actually, let them do something with uh, with Mike Trout's life and career. It's not going to happen. 
personally, I would appreciate that. Yeah. I would like to see them do something worthwhile um, instead of being in a situation where they need starting pitching and they're like, ooh, shiny new bat. Let's go get another bat. And then their GM just like, can we just please? We need pitching, Artie, please. He's uh, like, yeah, no, 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 I got you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, you used to be on the Rangers, right? You beat us? All right, we're going to bring you. Wait, are you a bad person? I don't care. Come aboard. Here's money. Exactly. Yeah, that was uh, that was Josh Hamilton. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, wait, there's the button because he is a bad human being. We do not like him. All right, so I am. Oh, I didn't say where uh, or when. So I said Padres. Um, I don't think I don't think uh, Trev's gonna want to keep uh, milking this out. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say something gets done at the winter meetings because why not? Because I want to be wrong. Oh. That's a, that's, a, that's a that's a good reason. Yeah. So we're going there. Winter meetings, two weeks by uh, before Christmas, uh, and I'm not saying it in the way uh, Jim Bowden's like. Oh, I guarantee you <laughs> that uh, what's his name, Nolan Arenado, is going to be a Dodger before Christmas. No, this one is more of a loose, maybe before Christmas. Why not, Trevor Bauer? To the show pods down in San Diego, number two, top free agent in baseball, Chito or Real Muto, depending on how you want to say it, depending on how dirty you are. Where do you think this uh, this catcher goes? You know what? Instead of that, we're going to go with me first. I've liked him going to the Mets. The Mets want to be good. They have newfound money. They have newfound happiness. Your your uh, your half brother over there in New York is happy, and Mark Lucino or whatever his name is. Um, they also have Degrom. They have Syndergaard coming back at some point. You get Real Muto uh, leading that that pitching staff that's already a phenomenal pitching staff he could be that much better and then now you have like hey how good were they for that short time when piazza was killing it there now imagine if piazza was you know also like an athlete right right so i i could see that happen that, that's what i would like to see uh real muto going to the mets probably a, a january deal though yeah, I, I had uh, JT Real Muto going to the Mets as well. Um, I think oh. we had talked about it pretty early on when you were asking me, like, hey, you think Cohen's going to come in hot and heavy? And I was like, uh, I think he kind of has to. Like, you got to win some fans over. You got to make some people happy. You got to eventually put butts in seats whenever, uh, you know, you're allowed to have butts in seats in New York. I think that the Mets are not going to go spend crazy necessarily, but I do think that they're going to upgrade at some pretty key positions this year. And I think catcher is a position that they have just been – I mean, when is the last time the, the the Mets had like a consistent catcher that they could work with that was productive, that handled the pitching staff well? It's been a long time. They've looked for guys like that. They've you know traded for guys that they thought were going to be that and just weren't that. They've had too many catchers at one point. All these things that just have worked against them. I think Real Muto works well with what they're trying to do. I think that they sign him quick also. I think that this is a deal that gets done in December um, relatively soon in my mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got December. I got January. And it looks like we're having lag issues again. So that is fantastic. Um, way to be internet. We appreciate you. Or it's the computer. I don't know. Uh I'm, maybe people can hear us. If you guys can hear us, cool. We'll all keep playing along here. Next up, George Springer. You want to go on? Uh, go in on Springer first. Yeah, Springer's going to Toronto. I don't. I don't see. You know, there's way too much chatter around it uh, for him to not go to Toronto. I didn't personally see it um, in terms of like it making sense, but you know. It is what it is. I think I think that he ends up in Toronto. I think it's a good fit for him. I think the dude wants the hell out of Houston, and I think he's going to get that. So congrats to George Springer on leaving a cheating team. Yeah, I mean, it makes the most sense. They're they heavy in on somebody uh, he wants out. The Jays are heavy in on the, the free agent market. He, he brings a winning, air quote, mentality to uh, to to Buffalo. <laughs> It, I, I agree with you there. When are you? Uh, when are you saying? Um, I'm I'm saying by by winter meetings. So I think it's happening within the next week and a half. That's a good call. They're they're allegedly getting hot and heavy. <clears throat> Marcelo Zuna. Man, you lead. Man, uh, I'm going to start off with timeline on this one first <laughs> because I don't think Ozuna signing until there was a hundred percent certainty that there is not going to be a DH in the National League. Um, 
he is a bad outfielder all of a sudden. He had a few good years of being a really good outfielder, and then he died. Uh, I think it all started with that play in left field against the Dodgers when he fell off the fence. You remember that one? Yeah. I think that's where his uh, defense just fell off a cliff for him. Uh, I do think he regardless ends up with the National League team, though. I think he's going to end up playing for the Nationals. Um, to me, they make sense. They need uh, they need they need something exciting over there other than Max Scherzer. And I think he's that guy and he's going to be a big bat and uh, profiles well, hit the ball far. And that's what they like in Washington, D.C. Yeah, um, he, he fits a mold there where they're not going to be overly into uh, the defense. They're not going to care that much. So it is what it is. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by our technical issues here. It is what it is. Again, That's uh, I guess that's going to be the name of this this episode. I was thinking about JT Juice because you were talking about JT Juice earlier, but it is what it is. Final one, DJ LeMayhew, where is the uh, the all-star, the gold glover, the silver slugger? Where is the tallest second baseman in baseball going? It's the tallest second baseman in history, it feels like. Uh, DJ's going back to the Yankees. I don't. I, I don't know. I just don't see him going anywhere else. I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, I mean, it worked. They've worked uh, very well. That's been a, a marriage that uh, was widely panned when it happened. And uh, they're, they're working well. Um, I don't think that's the case. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, the Padres try to sneak in. Just get a little bit more help on the infield. You know, they 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 seem like they're going to let Tommy Pham go, so they're going to have a little bit more money. Trying to get some flexibility there. You can you can keep uh, you know keep Hosmer at one. You keep Will Myers going at at uh, in the outfield. Who he had a great year out there. You free more for more space there. Um, I mean, hell, you wouldn't be surprised to see them take a run at Springer, but I don't think they'd go after that many. But uh, DJ uh, would really anchor down that that. That infield, and I mean that's a that's a pretty killer infield, and and as much as we hate the Padres, you would like to see them get good because it's just it'll it'll be fun. And that's thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like the Padres being good. It is fun when somebody in your division's good. I will say that. That's a bold bold statement right there. Yeah, fourteenth uh, on the list. We're gonna move down. Justin Turner, when and where. Uh, man, I think he comes back to the Dodgers. Um, I don't know when. That's a good question. I have no idea when at this point. Back to you in the studio. That's all I got for you. That's the best I can do for you, ladies and gents. You're in the studio. Uh, on that on that note, we'll uh, we'll move we'll move into our uh, our giveaway that is already out there. It's very much out there because we were supposed to do this yesterday, but we didn't. But don't worry, we fixed those issues. Oh wait, they're back. But uh, we are giving away an autographed Sandy Koufax lithograph from our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles on Instagram. Check them out. They they have some really cool raffles going on, uh, a lot of raffles going on every day. Uh, pretty cheap to enter. And you get a chance to, uh, you know, win some uh, some cool sports memorabilia. So check them out. Uh, I don't. Did you actually? Did you let the winner know yesterday, or did we, or or did we not? Is this the first time. No, we're I, still, I still have not. Oh. I wanted to. I wanted to keep the suspense in the air because oh. uh, I also wanted to make them watch the show because what better way to find out than watching the very glitchy, laggy show? <laughs> I know. Let me put the picture up so everybody can't see it. Perfect. Wait, where is it? I thought I had it. Oh, there it is. Boom. Now we're. Oh wait, that's that's the next one. I did it wrong. Go ahead, name the winner. Okay. Well, the, the winner of the beautiful Sandy Koufax autographed lithograph, autograph, lithograph. A lot of words. Things happen. Morgan Sandler over on Instagram. That's at Morgan underscore Sandler. Congratulations. You won. You get to keep that in your family for years and years to come or go to a pawn shop and sell it. Whatever you want to do, I don't judge you. Send us a DM on a DM on Instagram. We'll also send you one. You got 48 hours to respond to claim your prize, courtesy of Elite Sports Collectibles. Guys, make sure you go follow at Elite Sports Collectibles for more giveaways. We're going to be doing them. A couple more, uh, including this uh, next one that we got coming up. Which is right now, which is already out on our Instagram. Go to official Dodgers Nation on Instagram for an opportunity to win this autographed Authentic, authenticated Tom Charles Lasorda baseball. Uh, Tommy signed that ball. We don't know when, but 
could tell when it was, it was a little bit later on in his life. <laughs> they had a good, a little, the autographs a little, uh, it's a little truncated, a little rough. Yeah, a little rough. But uh, the perfect timing too to point out that Tom is out of the the uh, ICU. He's doing better. So our thoughts continue to be with our our legend, Mr. Tommy uh, Tommy Lasorda, Thomas Charles Lasorda, Hall of Famer. But you can win that autograph ball, and that's cool. I got my autograph bottle of wine. Uh, back here that nobody can see because of the lag. So I'll have to take a picture, I guess, afterwards and post it on Instagram or the other one, uh, Twitter. We don't really use Instagram that much. But, yeah, that that's live now on our um, on our Instagram, at Official Dodgers Nation. Check it out. Uh, you can learn all about how to win it in the description of the post. Hopefully, if Eddie's watching and listening, Eddie, uh, throw it up in the story again. So people seize it and they know what to do. And and that's it. Yeah, I got to sneeze now. So, uh, what, what makes for good podcasting? <laughs> I got rid of it. I got rid of the sneeze. I fixed it. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. One hundred and thirty-six Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. All right. Um, what do you want to do now, man? Do you want to talk about our favorite Dodgers? Do you want to talk about that Seeger stuff? We could leave the Seeger. I don't think there's too much in the, the Seeger Lindor chatter, was there? No, not really worth talking about. That's <laughs> makes you sad. That's this makes you sad. That's the spirit. Um, best Dodgers, favorite Dodgers in our life, and this is going to be weirder or harder because we're getting all these all this really crappy lag hopefully it's fixed i think it it, it looks like it's no it's not doing better because <laughs> it gives me like this little bubble of the percentage and it's like oh yeah uh, no no it is doing better hey guys you can see us we're at only four percent lag and it's going down and down so with that this one this is also just going to be um I guess from the heart, whatever we decide, there are no right answers and the points mean nothing, but there are points and me and Brooke can't hear them, but you guys can hear them. And that's, what's most important position by position, the best Dodgers we all ever saw play in Dodger blue in our respective lifetimes. I am 35. He is not you guys. However old you are, I'm sure there's still going to be some, um, you know, some over overlap, in some of these, but uh, I guess uh, might as well start at catcher. I'm I'm assuming I know your answer, but uh, but go for it. Who's your all-time favorite Dodger catcher in your lifetime? Yeah, I mean it, it's uh, it's, uh, it's tough because I grew up uh, being a Paula Duca fan, but I'm also a very big Russell Martin fan. Like, how do you choose between two legends besides the fact that one of them kind of sucks now? So, just based off of that, I guess it's Russell Martin. <laughs> What man, the 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 roids uh, giving you problems like that that gives you uh, a reason to pause. Doesn't leave you with the good uh, tingly warm feeling in your stomach when you think about him. But uh, Russell Martin, on the other hand, always good tingly feelings. Yeah, I love getting tingled by uh, Russell Martin. He's he's one of my all time yep. favorites, as you guys know. As Mr. Gary Lee very much knows, uh, the the warm fuzzy place i hold in my heart if i'm being if i'm being uh, uh correct here again from my age was born in 85 mike piazza is supposed to be the answer uh i mean i got into sports i got into baseball i got all that stuff a little bit later so like you know i grew up more on paulie uh you know david ross <laughs> brent main hell yeah brent main shout out where you at roach get get some real stuff uh I, I really got to think Russell Martin, man, just, uh, you know, cause he was kind of like the, you know, when I really got in like just super deep dive into this team, it was, it was just, it was the same year that they had won the, uh, you know, the, the double a championship. Oh five, the, the Jacksonville Suns, the Jacksonville five over there, him, Loney, Matt Kemp and all them. Uh, shout, shout out to uh, Joel Guzman while you're at it. Russ Martin, that's my answer. I'm sure they're not always going to be this long-winded, but uh, I had to explain myself because I'm old enough to be a Mike Piazza guy. I mean, I'm old enough to be a, a Sosha guy, but I, you know that wasn't my thing as a kid. Good shout out from Anthony too. AJ Ellis, that's another fine one. Oh, 
AJ Ellis is a fine one. I appreciate that. Not everybody's an AJ Ellis fan. No, no, not everybody. He's not everybody's flavor. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, to between two uh, palm trees with with AJ and uh, Clerton Crenshaw. We got a Roy Clear. Campanella from David Jaffe on on Periscope. I think I'm saying Jaffe right because that's the way I, most times I hear it. Anthony's also saying uh, Piazza, um, Mike Pizza. Yeah, we got a lot. of Eddie saying F Piazza. <laughs> no, no, it's M Mike Mike oh. Michael. Mm. Not F. Uh, we got a Federovich. <laughs> we got a FedEx. <laughs> was it Roach? Look, Tim was a really good four-string catcher, and you leave him alone. Hey, the most important part of the Matt Kemp Yasmani Grandal trade was Timmy FedEx Federovich. All right. Vital. 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 <laughs> uh, Megan says Brooke not picking World Series hero Austin Barnes. Oh, yeah, that's tough. You know, my Riverside boy, I got to stick with him, even though I've never stuck with him before. So, sticking with the rib. Move it. Shout out, shout out to Austin Barnes. I don't think you'll ever like me if he ever meets me. Well, us Riverside people know each other and we don't like each yeah, other. Yeah, you guys go to the meetings on how to crime, right? Yeah, yeah crime.com. Yeah, no, crime.ie. Moving on, first base, quickly, who is your guy? Oh, man, you got to give me a quickly on first base. Right, Nomar Garcia-Para count as a first baseman for the Dodgers? Yeah. He's a first baseman when he was a Dodger, man. He was fun, uh, it, man. It, you know, I'm going to say it's a close it's a close call between him and uh, James Loney because I, I did really like James Loney as a Dodger. I really did. Makes enough sense. Uh, at least he didn't go with uh, the crime dog. I think I see Bulldog from somebody. I'm assuming they mean the crime dog, that lone season of – of uh, Fred oh, McGriff, the, the Griff season, <laughs> the nightmare. Don't worry, you're not going to get any McGriff sightings. You're not going to get a, a Mark Redzelonic sighting on here. But um, yeah. wait, you settled on Loney? Who'd you settle on? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go Loney. I'm going to go Loney. I, I liked his production. He's a big RBI guy with the Dodgers, and that's a stat. Got, he got the job done, man. No, that's a good call. That's a good call. I probably should go Loney too because it's right in that same bracket. But I uh, even with me saying. Uh, you know, I was a little too – I wasn't too into the team during the Piazza years. I would say – I would still say Eric Carroll. CK just – he's awesome, man. He's great. Franchise uh, – LA franchise leader in home runs, if I'm not mistaken now. Yes, that is correct. Is he I, 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 caught the, uh, I caught the very, very end of the, of the EK era. So I, that was when I came of, <laughs> came of age to watch the Dodgers. But uh, I barely got to watch him. Uh, we got we got some Garvey. Of course, we're gonna go heavy Garvey from people. Uh, Mark Mark, he's he, he, he soft choice. Shout out. He soft choice was my second, uh, like one of my uh, one of my top ones, just because it's he soft choice, man. You can't go wrong with he soft. I didn't like he soft because he meant no more Paul Laduca. I'm still mad at you, Paul De Podesta. Whatever. Fight me. He soft. He soft or no go. <laughs> No, those are good. Of course, anybody going Garvey, you're never going to go wrong there. Santiago talking about Aegon. Very good one. Megan about to get kicked out of the stream for saying Jock Peterson. That's good. That's meta. I like that. Uh, well, still one of my all-time favorite Blue Heaven moments is me telling Jock Peterson he was bad at first base. I mean, in so many words. Yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah, God. It's like, yeah, we don't want to. we don't want to talk about that. Uh, it's a good thing he knew. Oh man, we got some deep dive too. We got Michael saying Jim Tomey. <laughs> Shout out. He was, wasn't he just a pinch hitter at that time? All right, next. I think he was a he was a bullpen uh, catcher. <laughs> <laughs> no, he couldn't get down that low anymore. No, he sat on a, he sat on the the seeds bucket. Second base, and don't say your friend Gavin Lux. No, no, O dog, man, come on. You're going really? You're going Orlando I'm, Hudson, huh? I'm going O Dog, man. He was a grinder. He, uh, I, I liked D Gordon, but uh, I was never, was never like super in on D Gordon when he was around. I didn't like Jeff Kent because he looked like a cop, and he was a giant. I, I just recognized Jeff Kent as a giant. It's hard not to. <laughs> Fair, I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, on that, I'm going Jeff Kent. He was a, uh, he was a beast. Jeff Kent, the cop. He was a beast during those, uh, you know, uh, the kind of. I wouldn't call them the rebuilding, but there was the team that was becoming this team. It was the first like first draft of a team that started winning. They won. They made the playoffs. They didn't know how to how to baseball. Like the 06 Dodgers were basically like the 2020 Padres. They had no idea what they were doing, and it was very apparent to everyone. That's right. At me. You see my at on the screen now. Padres Twitter. If that's your real name. <laughs> I'm coming after your brand. All right. 
Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it. I need to take some of the heat off me. <laughs> Can't live with that forever. Um, we we got to move over to shortstop. Yes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess on yours. Okay. Okay. Right. We're we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Is yours Caesar? No, I got I got to go Siegs. He's just really he's so damn handsome. Oh, man. Contemporary. He's so de- temporary. You mean more re- contemporary? Oh, cont- not, not temporary. Okay. Contemporary. It's like, what do you know? Do you have sources? Your temporary shortstop, Corey Seager. Um, I'm, I'm going a little more old school. I'm going Rafi for call, man. I, I, it's fun. I, I was a very big Rafi fan. I was really sad to see his life fall apart on the field, <laughs> in terms of his body melting. Um, I was a big Rafi fan. We're seeing uh we got a super chat by the way from uh from a Mets fan. Vehicle ranks. Thanks for thanks for two dollars from uh Vehicle Ranks on YouTube. A happy Mets fan. Hey, we he, he, got, that he got that Steve Cohen, Cohen money and starting spreading it around. <laughs> Appreciate you. Hell yeah, but we're getting a lot of Steve Sachs love at second base. Skip Schumacher in there. Another legend, Mark Ellis. Mark Ellis was was pretty high on the list, but I didn't want to seem like everything was was uh you know right there at the top. Charles Hamill going the same way our boy Chuck saying Saxy or, or Jeff Kent at second base with those come in. Uh, Aaron saying uh, Seeger at short. <laughs> Roach being Roach. We got uh, Lu- uh, Luis Cruz sighting at shortstop. So much love there. Um, Deborah Young saying Seeger. I mean, when you look at that that uh, that wide open nightmare for the long longest time at shortstop. Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the third base gap between Beltre and and uh, JT, or even a little bit of a rebate, but still. Chris Canetta uh, with the Nori Nakamura. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, hey, that's the OG number sixty-six right there. I think he was sixty-six. That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> hey, hey, a good, a good, um, what do I want to call it? A, a good honorable mention to Hanley Ramirez. He's right up there with. Uh, with Aegon as like the pre or the the second coming of the Dodgers being good and and really started this he was, run. Yeah, yeah, he was the oh my gosh, we might actually feel the competitive team yeah. start start, start to our lives. So we appreciate that, even though he uh you know he ruined Clayton Kershaw's perfect game. That's the only way I'll ever view him in my entire life, as long as I live. But that's okay. Hey, at least he made it close. No, he didn't. It was very bad. He didn't. Make it was it the close. most it was terrible. The most unathletic play you can see out of an athlete. Um, third base. Are you going Beltre? Are you going JT? Yeah, man. Uh, I gotta go Beltre. I, I just love Adrian Beltre. Like from as a human, top to bottom, everything about the man is screams like classic, great, beautiful human being. And I met him one time at a movie theater. Oh yeah, so that was a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I just love him, man. He's so lovable. Go find episodes of the Blue Heaven podcast where Brooke talks about his romantic run-in with Adrian Beltre at the movie theater. Yeah, Beltre. Beltre all the way, man. That guy was was fun. And he was kind of another one of those um, uh, sort of James Loney guys where so much was expected of him right away. And he didn't get that Mm -hmm. time to develop. And then he did. Uh, we, as I keep saying, shout out in this episode, you got to give a lot of credit to to Timmy Wallach for for making Beltre into a Hall of Famer. Uh, anybody right, can right. anybody can argue with me differently, but um, them's just be facts. He changed his swing completely, and he stuck with that. Uh, <laughs> perfect timing. I see Gail bringing up third base Tim Wallach. <laughs> well, we got a perfect. two different types. Uh, my Tim Wallach is through Adrian Beltre. Boom, nailed it. Okay, that counts. That counts. Uh, uh, you know, we got a couple degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever it's called. <laughs> we got a few uh, a few JTs in here. Roach being Roach and Wilson better meet the legend. Uh, Luis also. Uh, we got a Luis saying stick with my boy JT. Uh, John Ramos on Twitch following from the Philippines. Appreciate you, John. That's awesome. Uh, Hello, uh, Michaela saying uh, Aribe. Uh, third base coach uh, Dino Ebel from Aaron hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> Hatfield saying no penguin see uh, Hatfield this is from our time like when in our lifetime so I was surprised to not see that many uh, penguins in here we saw them kind of earlier but yeah yeah yeah. you gotta you, you got be a little bit of an older, older <laughs> fan to watch the penguin man <sighs> with all due respect yeah, with all due respect <laughs> left field uh, I would imagine the outfield starts getting a little bit more challenging who do you got Berkey. for left <laughs> 
It's a little strange because there's not really a designated left fielder throughout the history of the Dodgers, really. People tend to bounce around a lot. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Manny Ramirez, man. One of my all-time favorite left fielders for the Dodgers because number one, uh, it was really hard to be a Dodger fan for a while. Oh yeah. And when Manny showed up, that was a good time. That brought a lot of fans out to the stadium. It, I think, reinvigorated a fan tri- uh, franchise. Honestly, it needed it. We got to the playoffs, uh, and then his life. You know, his life fell apart from there, yeah. but that's okay. I liked, I liked Manny Wood. I got to experience Manny Wood. It was a lot of fun. He had a whole section. They 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 re, L.A. County gave Dodger Stadium a whole new zip code because of Manny. It never happens, you know. Big Mac Land, and that's it. That's all there is. <laughs> yeah, that it, it wasn't always pretty. It did not end well. Uh, but yeah, Manny uh, Manny being Manny in L.A. like that was huge. You did was, not expect that move and damn it's wild well if you're going that way i'm gonna cheat a little bit here and and you can really flip my left field and right field uh that's fine but uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna call my left fielder andre ethier because dre day all day every day of my life give me dre uh shout out to his uh very much afraid of his eyebrows uh hairline that's all i gotta say Big Steve says Chico, by the way, for left field. That's another good. Chico in left field. Chico the legend. Put some respect on it. I, I really uh, did want to get Manny in here. I do. I will say I did want to get Manny in here, but just not enough room. Oh, uh, I fit him in for you, so don't worry about it. I got you covered. Center field, I got to go with my man. I had a poster of him on my wall in high school. My man, Matt Camp. Matthew Center Ryan Camp. Tech. Center field ruined his career, but that's okay. It's it, it was bound to happen. The uh, the hips did not lie for Matt Kemp, but great call. Uh, Matt Matty meant so much to this damn organization for so long, and uh, now he's dead. <laughs> now he's very fat. But we, now he's uh you know he's putting on cupcake weight, which we understand. I get it. Uh, but man, you talk about a, a guy who was just so exciting to watch in his prime and was robbed of an MVP by a steroid user. Ugh, what a life. <sighs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> we hate Ryan Braun. We hate him. I'm seeing I'm seeing some Dre Day love in here. Uh I I I closed the comments on my my PC here cuz I was trying to help with the lag issues and it seemed like it worked for a little bit but hey, no no comments for me. So it's all on you, chief. Uh, Megan says, I mean, I'm probably in the minority, but I really love AJ Pollock. And I, uh, I, you know, people have hated on AJ for his two years in a Dodger. He hasn't been here very long, but yeah. people found a way to hate on him pretty quickly. I really like AJ Pollock. I've heard a lot of really good things about his personality. I've got to talk to him one time very briefly, and he was a very, very nice dude. Um, so I get that. Kate, Australian Kate says, Manny plays his first game in Australia in two weeks. That is right. Manny Ramirez is still a baseball player. He still plays the sport somehow by some miracle. Yeah, I think the dreads are gray now, um, but that's okay. He's still finding a way to play. Kate, make sure you go somehow find a way to get pictures of that or something because I want to see Manny playing baseball again. Uh, I, I, I did want to hit one because I saw Chris Canetta. He, he mentioned it a few times, and I kept seeing it, and then I kept losing it, but I love it. Chin Feng Chin, shout out for shortstop. Chin Feng Chin. Hey, the legend. Only legends wear number 52. That's all I'm saying. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, yeah he also had Dave Roberts as his uh, as his center fielder, I think. That's an honorable mention for me, even though it was such a short, uh, short-lived short time with Dave as the, the center fielder. But there was those are some fun teams, man. They, they had that potential. If only they had more bats and not Dave Roberts in center field, what could have been? Right field is where it gets tough for me, man. Yeah, right field is I, a I – would, so, so I would bet I, on Andre for you. I, I looked at it in several different regards. I looked at it from uh, Andre. I've known Andre as the right fielder for my life. That's that's my lifetime of knowing him. But you can't also forget that Yasiel Puig meant a lot to this franchise in the time that he was here. On top of the fact that Sean Green was Sean Green. Yeah. And also, there's a guy in right field now that's going to be here for a very long time. That's going to be very good for a very long time named Marcus Lynn. I, how do you pick? I mean, I, look, I'm going contemporary. This is my only contemporary pick. I'm going Mookie in right field. That's it. 
that's my only contemporary pick. Yeah, this is Maybe. this is why I cheated and put Andre in left, which for being fair, he probably should have been a left fielder all of his career. But probably should have. But we yes. also had Juan Pierre and we had Manny Ramirez, so they had to find a way to put Dre in the lineup. Um, they were like, We got a bunch of guys with no arms. What do we do? Oh, I got I got a note. Love of Katie's life, Andre Ethier. That's very important. And no, Jorge, yeah. I am not going with Rick Monday because I was not old enough for that. Sean Green. Sean Green. Rick's man. Mondays. Greeny, uh Greeny was was so much fun to watch. Um I mean, I have a number of, of Greeny memorabilia items around the house. Mrs. FRG has the Sean Green autograph, or not autograph, but the uh, the the knockoff old Russell jerseys that you would get from Big Five or whatever. You know, Greeny, man, all day. <laughs> you're not going. You're not going like uh, I don't know, like Milton Bradley or Shane Victorino or something like that. Or no, Roach saying Josh Reddick. Oh God! What, oh, so with Roach, this is what I want to know because I know how Periscope is. It only lets you comment so many times in like a spurt. I want to mm-hmm. know how many more things he would say if Periscope didn't didn't cut him off. If Periscope <laughs> wasn't like stop, please. I, I think we just got to have him text us everything throughout the show. So we like all right. This is this is Roach Corner, and it's just all of the things he would say in completely out of context. Um, he just has his own private chat. That's his Patreon. <laughs> no, but again, so many great options in right field. I mean, we didn't even mention Cody Bellinger, who's uh, who's been uh, now twice a Gold Glover. Uh, wait, did he win a Gold Glove this year? Yeah. No, yeah. no, he didn't because no, he, didn't. he didn't play that much center field. They gave it to uh, to Grisham. Hey, you got to win something, right? Uh, Milton Bradley, yeah. man, that was that was a nightmare. Oh man, really. <laughs> Really, really like the Milton Bradley years. <laughs> oh. A lot of fun. Oh man, a lot of fun. Well, this was uh, this was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at. Do the we time. do we do a starting pitcher and a closer? Oh that, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that because I have a closer. I know your closer and, uh, is, and it better be Eric Gagne. And, uh, this just in: he's, he's a steroid user. <laughs> Welcome to the steroids. We've got steroids. Look, man, say what you will about Eric Gagne, and uh, I know I'm just flip-flopping on the steroid subject now from hating it to uh, I love Eric Gagne, but, man, if you were a Dodger fan that got to experience the Gagne dominant era, what an exciting time, man. So much that was, like, my first real taste of Dodger baseball. So much fun. I mean, there was uh, Billy talking about no love for Mondi. Uh, I really also wanted to get Sheffield in the outfield. I mean, the Dodgers have had so many good outfielders over the last 20 years. But again, this is more our our kind of lifetime list. Everybody has their yeah. own list. I, I I think I might have to run this on our on our Twitter because I mean it's always a fun topic, man. But yeah, uh, Eric Gagne, like for for Dodger fans, for Dodger Stadium, for everybody going to the games, for you know as much crap as as we get as a fan base for leaving early, you didn't leave early in those days. The The stadium was still rocking because you wanted to hear some Guns N' Roses and you wanted to see Eric frickin' Gagne running out of the damn bullpen. It was, it was, uh, man, it was so much fun. He used to have some really good commercials back in the day uh, <laughs> when he was at it. And I remember those very clearly. A lot of fun. Um, starting pitcher. In my lifetime, it's an easy pick. Not even close. No thought about it. Easily Clayton Kershaw. Forget about it. Ditto. Can't go wrong with Kersh. Easy pick. Come on, man. Easy. Although, if I want to ruffle some feathers, I want to say Kevin Brown just because I want to piss some people off. Greg Maddox. Honorable mention to Jeff Weaver. Jonathan Broxton. Oh yeah, I saw Takashi Saito. That's another good, um, another good shout out. Katie talking about elite closer Russell Martin. Hey. We we could have swept the World Series if we had Russell Martin in our bullpen. I'm just saying, then be facts. Maybe a little like a Fausto Carmona or something like that. A little bit of everybody mixed in. Yes. Well, it's about time to hit the wrap it up button. Thank you for surviving on this uh, this journey with us, gang. I hope you I hope you had some fun. Hope you learned a lot. Probably didn't learn a lot. Uh, Keep the conversation going. We'll we'll post it on Twitter, Gary. If you're still watching, go ahead and tweet uh, uh, positions or something like that, and uh, we'll we'll try to dig into some of those. Uh, until then, again, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. We work hard there uh, to get you guys everything that's important about the Dodgers and try to um, assign some value to these trade rumors that you hear that are probably like bunk. 
or just BS, but hey, we want you to click ours because that's how we survive. That's great. Uh, we are also a podcast, Blue Heaven Podcast, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, everywhere. Uh, I don't know about Google Play again. I, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Um, Pandora, uh, other places. We're everywhere your podcast can be found for free. Go there. Subscribe. Why not? And uh, YouTube. Really uh, would appreciate if you did subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell. Uh, you'll be glad you did. You got our, our, our post-game show, man, Doug. He's uh, he's killing the game over there on YouTube. Some really great stuff going on. So check out DMAC underscore LA on on our uh, YouTube channel. He's he's doing a bunch of videos every uh, every day. Or he's doing a video just about every day. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, he is. Talk. We love Doug. We appreciate Doug. Guys, I am at BrookMe3. <laughs> this guy probably on this side of me is at RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. If you can see us, if you can't, well, he's over there and I'm over here. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter, at official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Make sure you head over to our page to check out that Tommy giveaway. We're not giving out Tommy. We're giving away a ball that he signed. You can go scoop that up with Elite Sports Collectibles. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thanks for being here through all of the struggles of trying to do things remotely these days. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next week. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.